Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Neil Howard. Thank you so much for returning for another segment of Health Professional Radio. We'll be speaking with Joan Lau. She's joining us here as CEO of Spiravent Sciences. She's going to talk about cystic fibrosis and how the standard of care right now addresses but does not correct the underlying cause of the disease. Welcome to Health Professional Radio, Joan Lau. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm glad to be here. Thank you so much. Well, give our listeners a bit of insight into uh, who Joan Lau is. What is your specialty and a little bit about yourself? Sure. Well, uh, I'm Joan Lau. I'm the CEO and uh, co-founder of Spirovan Sciences. Uh, We're located in Philadelphia, and we're a gene therapy company uh, focused on addressing high unmet medical need in respiratory disease, and we're going to talk about cystic fibrosis. Um, I've spent the last couple decades working in um, in biopharmaceutical companies. Uh, I like to think of myself as a drug developer and have worked both in large pharmaceutical companies as well as small ones. And what motivates me and my team is bringing forward medicines, particularly for individuals who don't have any other options to address their underlying disease. Cystic fibrosis, most of our listeners are aware, some are pretty versed in this uh, disorder. Talk about what cystic fibrosis is, some of the symptoms, and how it affects quality of life. Sure. So cystic fibrosis is a a disease of the lung. You're born with it. It's called a monogenic disease. It follows what, uh, if you remember in high school, classic Mendelian genetics. So uh, you get a uh, gene from uh, your maternal side and your paternal side. And um, if they're both recessive, you get uh, cystic fibrosis. So it's a rare genetic disease. Um, It has high mortality and high morbidity amongst all the people who have CF. And cystic fibrosis affects many organs. Uh, including the respiratory tract, uh, the pancreas, uh, the GI tract, uh, and the liver. Uh, but its most serious manifestations are within that respiratory tract. And what happens is individuals who have CF in their lungs, they have thickened mucus, uh, which leads to infection and progressive inflammation and ultimately a respiratory failure. Now, the... That gene I mentioned at the beginning, it's called uh, cystic fibrosis transmembrane conductance regulator, and that's really a mouthful. Uh, but we call it the CFTR gene, and there are mutations that occur in that gene um, in that autosomal receptive uh, um, manner. And when there are mutations, it causes a loss of function of that particular gene. And when you have that loss of function, that's when you um, you have cystic fibrosis. Now, having cystic fibrosis leaves you open to a, a vast array of other disorders and infections, right? It's not just the CF. That's right. So cystic fibrosis is the underlying disease, mm-hmm. and it causes many problems. So in, in your respiratory tract, uh, there's less absorption that occurs, so there's some malnutrition, so individuals who have cystic fibrosis have to address that. Um, but really the most serious manifestations are in the lung. Inside the lung, uh, 
your the, the you have uh, the airway side. That's the side that you breathe air into, and those cells that face the airway. Um, some of them are ciliated. That means they have small hairs on them, and those um, those cilia have less motility. When they have less motility, you 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 um, accumulate mucus. Usually, you and I we cough it up, or the cilia kind of move the mucus up so that you do cough. Mm-hmm. Um, and when those don't move, that mucus sits there. It kind of sticks. It gets really thick and sticky. And therefore, the cells underneath um, um, experience fibrosis, so they erode away or they degenerate in some way. So you have less lung function over the longer period of time. And yes, you're absolutely right. There's rep- there there are other uh, uh, effects of cystic fibrosis in in uh, in your reproductive system, in your liver, in your GI system. But um, most people suffer manifest. Uh, serious manifestations because of the long effects. Being born with cystic fibrosis, is that a guarantee that it's diagnosed early or are some people toddlers, young adults before they actually are diagnosed with CF? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, Cystic fibrosis is a disease that has, it's a continuum. So um, in certain individuals where both um, the maternal gene and the paternal gene are not functioning, uh, parents usually notice very, very early. Some people have one gene, so they're carriers. And so individuals, you might not see much effect whatsoever. And then in between there, um, individuals might be able to compensate because they do have loss of function, but the loss of function is not so low so that later in life uh, they experience more severe effects or they, they begin to experience those, those effects. Um, what we're doing as a company, uh, and the one population which I mentioned earlier, we focus on uh, bringing forward medicines for those who have no other choices. Um, those individuals who have what are called nonsense mutations, so both the maternal and the paternal genes don't, uh, don't express and don't function at all, uh, those are called class one mutations, and those individuals uh, experience effects very early in life. But right after you're born, these babies, uh, uh, it's it's fairly common these days for uh, these babies to undergo a sweat test. So you, mm-hmm. you, you touch the babies, you, you kiss the baby, you can tell that the babies uh, sweat, their skin is salty because they're not able on those cells on the surface of the skin, they're not able to transport uh, mm-hmm. sodium chloride in, a, in, a, in an effective manner. And so there's more salt on the surface of their skin and the babies taste salty. What needs to be done to improve the, the current standard of care? What is, in your opinion, the most critical need for these patients? There are medicines that exist now that really treat underlying symptoms and there are um, things like antibiotics, anti-inflammatories, bronchodilators, uh, and that's been terrific to help these individuals. Uh, however, most of them don't address the underlying cause, and uh, there are some medicines that have progressed in that direction to help individuals uh, have better functioning CFTR genes, as I mentioned earlier. But ultimately, many individuals um, 
continue to experience advanced lung disease and respiratory failure. And what we need to do, or what these individuals need, is a correction of their CFTR gene. And that's where we're coming along. We're bringing forward gene therapies to address that underlying genetic cause to help reverse, first hold still, and then reverse potential organ damage to help these individuals live a more fulsome life. It's my understanding that a portion of U.S. patients with CF don't respond to the current standard of care. Yes, so Spirovant is uh, the, uh, we have been working uh, on SP101, which is our lead program, and we're the only company developing an AAV gene therapy. This is a gene therapy with an augmenter to improve the transduction of our gene therapy. And what we do is, we administer or we intend to administer a gene therapy along with this augmenter called doxorubicin to improve and enable better efficacy and better outcomes for patients. We're doing this because we think we're at this pivotal moment for um, respiratory diseases. Using an inhaler is what people with CF already do. And so by using something that's very um, familiar to them, we have tremendous potential to deliver really high concentrations of gene therapies right directly to the lung. And given the data we've seen so far in preclinical studies and in what we call the gold standard assays in our laboratories, we notice that the ability of our inhaler to deliver these gene therapies directly to where it's needed the most is an investment and innovation that had been overdue for some time. And so we're really quite proud that we have been able to bring it forward, get it to uh, uh, the clinical stage. We have an IND open that allows us to begin testing our drug candidate in clinical trials. And, um, and I think there's a lot of belief that bringing forward something like this for respiratory disease patients, including the CF, um, will be a standard of care that will be transformative as we go forward. Yes, yeah, so Spirovant is uh, the, uh, we have been working uh, on SP101, which is our lead program, and we're the only company developing an AAV gene therapy. This is a gene therapy with an augmenter to improve the transduction of our gene therapy. And what we do is, we administer or we intend to administer a gene therapy along with this augmenter called doxorubicin to improve and enable better efficacy and better outcomes for patients. We're doing this because we think we're at this pivotal moment for um, respiratory diseases. Using an inhaler is what people with CF already do. And so by using something that's very um, familiar to them, we have tremendous potential to deliver really high concentrations of gene therapies right directly to the lung. And given the data we've seen so far in preclinical studies and in what we call the gold standard assays in our laboratories, we notice that the ability of our inhaler to deliver these gene therapies directly to where it's needed the most is an investment and innovation that had been overdue for some time. And so we're really quite proud that we have been able to bring it forward, get it to uh, uh, the clinical stage. We have an IND open that allows us to begin 
testing our drug candidate in clinical trials. And um, and I think there's a lot of belief that bringing forward something like this for respiratory disease patients, including the, the CF, um, will be a standard of care that will be transformative as we go forward. Uh, www.spirovant.com. And that's S-P-I-R-O-V-A-N-T, correct? That's correct. John, thank you so much, and I'm hoping that you'll uh, return as research continues. Thank you, Neil. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with Joan Lau. Audio copies of this program are available at healthprofessionalradio.com.au, also at Anchor, Spotify, and be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com, Health Professional Radio. 